Are you one of our regular students for Self-Improvement Wednesday? Each week you get to learn something new. Your lesson this week, meeting Eastern Australia's two newest frog species. Your teacher is Jodie Rowley, curator of amphibian and reptile conservation biology at the Australian Museum. Jodie, good afternoon. Now, this is all really a, a frog ID story, isn't it? Through, through those fabulous citizen scientists, you've discovered that one quite um, famous and widespread frog species is really three. Yeah, it's remarkable. We've found that a frog that occurs, or we thought occurred, from north of Brisbane all the way down to the Victorian border through Sydney, we thought this was one species. And partially thanks to recordings of calling frogs across eastern Australia of what we thought was one species, the bleeding tree frog, we've now revealed that it's actually three separate species. All three of them are pretty extraordinary in the sound they make. Uh, yeah, I, I stand, by, stand by saying it's one of the worst frog calls uh, in Australia. I love frogs and I love their calls, but I remember as a kid reading about this frog uh, and they said that its call is painful in both pitch and volume and uh, both or oh, all three species are, are as um, pretty much hideous as each other. Okay, let's listen to, to one of them. Here we go. It is like a drill onto the uh, onto the brain, isn't it? Now, this is the robust bleating tree frog, which in a way is the kind of the original species, if you will. Yeah, so uh, we used to think that the we, – we used to previously call them all bleating tree frogs, um, Latoria dentata. We thought that that was the one that was widespread. Uh, and to try and figure out who was who, we, we ended up doing a bit of detective work and figuring out that the original sort of bleating tree frog was described from northern New South Wales. Uh, and and so we re- that that's the only place the species occurs now. But the species in the north, so from around about the border region of New South Wales and Queensland – uh, that we that is actually something different, and we've named that the slender bleating tree frog because it is the kind of stretched limousine of of these frogs. It's a lot skinnier and and more slender, and has a black vocal sac. So the males, when they call, they puff out their vocal sacs, and and that one's black. Whereas the original, uh, which we now call the robust bleating tree frog, is sort of a, a dirty yellow or a brown. And then down in the south, so including Sydney and, and probably, you know, most of New South Wales is the screaming tree frog, which has a bright yellow vocal sac. Let's hear the slender bleating tree frog, one of the two new species we're meeting this afternoon. Yeah, slightly different. And again, the screaming tree frog. And in all these cases, these are the, some of the recordings. You had all these people sending in these recordings and then you analyse them first by ear, I imagine, but then you got a bit of science involved in it. Yeah, so it, it actually took a fair bit of analysis. Not all the call recordings we receive are good enough to be able to hear the beautiful sounds of the bleeding tree frog, that that clear. Uh, but for the ones that we could, we then even counted the number of pulses in the calls, in, in some audio software, the duration, the frequency, how high or low pitched. And you could actually, if you listen carefully, the um, of the two frogs that you just played then, the slender bleeding tree frog is a little bit higher pitched, a little shorter. The screaming tree frog, 
dog, it, it's sort of a bit more drawn out and slightly uh, less mm-hmm. higher pitched, but still still a, a screaming, and I think that's a pretty apt name. Yeah. <laughs> now, they don't, they don't only differ in these calls, but they are quite different in other ways. I mean, for instance, you know, for anyone who thinks you're making subtle dis- subtle distinctions between these three frogs, for instance... <laughs> Uh, in the breeding season, the entire body of males of the screaming tree frog turn a lemon yellow. This is quite different to the others. It is, yeah. So it's it's a, some, a thing that some frog species do when it's the breeding season; they turn a bright colour, uh, and we don't. That certainly doesn't seem to happen in in the northern species, or certainly as much uh, in the original. But in the screaming tree frog, they can be a beautiful. Not only their vocal sac being bright lemon yellow, but their whole body can turn a, a, a bit of a lemon yellow colour, which is cool. Mm-hmm. It does seem strange to the layperson that these frogs, which are quite numerous, they're not. N- none of these frogs are. are you know, terribly endangered in very short numbers. They're, 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 they're quite widespread. That we could be waiting until, you know, 2021 to work out that there are three species instead of one. Yeah, it's, cra- it's crazy. It really is. And not only sort of two new species to science, but one of them's from the Brisbane area and one of them's from the Sydney area. How could we not realise that these frogs yelling out everywhere are different? But I mean, it is a little bit subtle. Honestly, they do look quite similar. Once you realise, you can sort of look at them a bit closely. You're like, oh, well, definitely that one's different from these reasons and that one's different from the other. But it did take detective work. It took a look at their genetics to see how distantly related they were and they weren't interbreeding too much. took a listen to a lot of their calls and analysis, a lot of their calls, and then sort of a detailed look at their appearance to really convincingly demonstrate, yeah, no way, you know, us humans, we're just silly. You know, we think it's kind of like that's a a brown tree frog that screams really loudly. That's the leading tree frog. But when we look closer, we realise, and, and of course, the female's ears are tuned to the specific love songs that they're making. And even the vocal sac colour is something that cues female frogs in when they get close to the male after they're attracted to that beautiful mm-hmm. screech. Uh, then seeing the colour of the vocal sac is another thing that will uh, potentially help them pick the right frogs so that they end up being really distinct species living alongside each other in, in sort of narrow zones, but, but not bre- interbreeding. Yeah, what a triumph for the citizen scientists, the thousands of them that have helped with frog ID this year. It means that the number of native frog species known in Australia rises to 246. That indicates to me that there's probably a lot more to be found, right? Yeah, isn't that crazy? So at the same time as frogs being some of the most threatened animals on the planet and a huge conservation priority for Australia, we actually don't know how many frog species we have yet. So this year, these aren't even the only species of frog. Just in the last probably about six weeks, there's been four new species to science described in Australia, four frog species that are new to science. Um, So we're really just getting a handle on how many frog species we have and how they're doing. And in this case, we're lucky in that these three species are still pretty common. They're they're in your dam, they're in the backyard, they're driving people insane by calling all night. Uh, But for many other species, realising that they're only in a small area now, it makes them much more vulnerable to any kind of threats like bushfires, disease, climate change. So it has real implications knowing how many species we have. Okay, so two extra in terms of the screaming frogs, but what are the other two new ones? 
Recently, the little Wollombin uh, pouch frog was described um, from Mount Wollombin um, on the, in the north coast of New South Wales. So previously, we thought these tiny little um, hip pocket frogs or pouch frogs where the males actually, the tadpoles go into little pouches on the side of the tiny little frog that lives in the rainforest up there. We thought that was not widespread, but in quite a few rainforests. And we've actually realised that that's only, there's one species that's only on, on Mount Wollombin and, and the other species kind of surrounds it. So that's a really important frog and something that we, you know, has, has actually, um, is probably quite threatened. So that's a really important discovery. The other one, um, was, uh, the Guramal toadlet, which was discovered off the coast of the Northern Territory on the Wessel Islands. Um, and nobody actually has a photograph of this frog alive or has heard its call either. So a really poorly known frog that's only been seen in the 1990s, uh, and has since been described as new. So we're still in the age of scientific discovery and frog. Some of them are because they do look very, very similar to each other and we've just been lumping them into sort of one pile. Others are because there are parts of Australia that are pretty poorly surveyed and it's really hard to get to in the wet season when you're likely to find the frogs. And finally, just do a bit of a a spruik for frog ID because, of course, people can still be part of this process of discovery. Yeah, we're getting lots of people out there recording the the newly described species. So all you need to do is download the free Frog ID app for your phone and you can contribute to better understanding and conserving our frogs just by recording the calls. All right. Hey, Jody, thank you so much. Thank you. There's a Jody Rowley introducing you to the three frogs where we used to think there was just one. Thanks to Jodie Rowley, Curator of Amphibian and Reptile Conservation Biology at the Australian Museum. You can listen back to her lesson online, of course, or subscribe to the free Self-Improvement Wednesday podcast, abc.net.au. Yeah, subscribe to TGIF while you're there. That's also available in podcast form. Uh, You'll also find uh, details of how to subscribe, yeah, to the free Self-Improvement Wednesday podcast. Currently, it is 26 degrees in the CBD, 26 in Camden, 23 in Gosford, 18 in Mount Boyce, 26 in Penrith and 24 in the Shire.